Hey guys, it's your girl Koshana Collins and you are listening to another episode of The Millennial Entrepreneur. If you are listening to this podcast, that means that you are an entrepreneur, you think like an entrepreneur, and we are claiming to be successful entrepreneurs. Let's go right ahead and hop into this week's episode because we have so much money and many connections to make. All right, guys, it's Kushana Collins, your host. I'm so thankful that you guys are tuning into my podcast. You have no idea. This is the very first episode. Um, We're going to talk about basically who I am today, and it's going to be an introductory episode to me, my world, my life, who I am as an entrepreneur, where did I come from, where do I live now, what do I do. Guys, I'm just so excited to open up my world to you all, so thanks for tuning in. Let's see. So I am a 27-year-old entrepreneur. I am a Christian entrepreneur. I am a daughter. I am a cousin. I am a friend. I am an auntie. I'm a sister. I have so many people that I play a role in their everyday lives and and them and mine. I'm just thankful for my people, guys. Um, I live here in Los Angeles, California, but I'm originally from North Carolina. So don't ever, (laughs) don't ever confuse the two. I am from North Carolina small town girl living in this crazy city and I'm thankful thankful for the opportunity to be here just to speak with you guys today many of you would have never found me had I not moved to Los Angeles had I not branded myself had I not started a company had I not stepped out on faith so this moment was meant to be it was just meant to be If you're here right now, that means that you are an entrepreneur. Either you know me personally or you've connected with me through business, a business mindset, a business relation. Either way, whatever the case may be, I'm happy to be giving you guys the wisdom, the knowledge and content that I have obtained over the course of the years that I've been branding myself as an entrepreneur. I'm happy to connect with like minded women and men anyone listening to this podcast if you think like that we're going to be best friends because that is all I talk about that's all I talk about that's all I think about every single day I wake up trying to figure out a way to execute all the plans and strategies that I know God has given me in the earth as an entrepreneur and as a black woman in business so let's just hop right into some fun facts about your girl Like I said, some of you guys know me, but there are plenty of you guys who you really don't. You kind of just met me over the internet. Uh, You might like my swag. You might like my demeanor. You might like my hustle ambition. You may like that I love God. You may like how I dress. I don't know. But either way, I want to fill you in on some fun facts about me as a person. I've never got to do this, really, you know, and people care so this is my podcast so we're gonna talk about fun facts about me your girl number one my birthday my birthday is probably my absolute favorite holiday I try not to take it there because I try to let the holidays that are designated as holidays be the holidays that I choose from as a favorite but who does not love their birthday Listen, ever since I was young, I was like October 21st, everything 1021, I would see it on the clocks. I would see it around me. It was the awareness of the day that I was born. I love it to this day. 
Um, I don't make as big of a deal about it as I used to when I was younger or like, you know, in middle school, high school, even college. Uh, I used to do the most. Always got to celebrate my birthday. I hope that you all do the same because life is too short to not celebrate your born day still being here, being able to wake up every day and enjoy life. Birthdays are important. We're only getting younger. Yes, that's right. So let's talk about uh, a fear of mine. Let's step into that lane. Um, change, it up, change it up a little bit. Fear is something I know exists. I know we don't have to tolerate fear, but fear comes on every side. In every situation, anything we step out and do, anything we think about that we never want to encounter, fear is a present thing in everyone's life. And, um, you know, I think a lot of people look at me and be like, she's not afraid just because of the things that I've either done or stepped out and and on faith and accomplished doesn't mean I wasn't afraid. Just because fear arises doesn't mean that we give it the authority over our lives okay so fear is always there fear is always present i have fears of my own that still exist one which i'm gonna name for you guys but i was saying that to say just because it's an emotion that can be felt doesn't mean that you let it stop you from doing whatever it is that you're afraid to do you still do the thing that you're afraid to do because you have to show fear that you're not afraid of it because you're really not afraid of the thing you think that you're afraid of is fear that is trying to make you afraid of it fear itself not the thing that you fear so moreover um i think one of my biggest fears honestly and it's sad to even mention i don't even really want to mention it to you guys but um i do think i fear losing my mom I think that that's a real emotion for anyone to swallow. And I just be praying. <laughs> I'm like, Lord, I'm not ready. I tell him that all the time. Like, you kept her here for a reason. Um, I don't know what I would do without her. It took me a while to appreciate everything that she's ever done for me. But I do think, like, life without her, I fear that part of life. And I just know that we ain't gonna see that day for a really 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 long time so i'm just thankful overall that i don't have to face that fear anytime soon because it is it's a fear of mine i have to admit all right let's hop to the other side of that spectrum when i think about fear i think about strengths as well and i just wanted to state a strength of minds here with you guys just something i believe that i'm strong in is like discipline. I believe I am a disciplined individual. If I make up my mind that I'm going to do something at a certain time and be consistent in it, I'm going to do exactly what I said I was going to do. If I make up my mind that I'm going to read this many pages a day or read this Bible book a day, I will literally make myself do that. If I even tell someone, hey, I'm going to call you tomorrow and tomorrow comes and I may not feel like calling that person. If I know I told them I'm going to call, I'm going to call. And lately what I've done is I've set Siri up on Hey Siri and I've started telling her just certain reminders. 
because she can keep tabs of my day. Like, hey, Siri, remind me to call mom at five and she'll do it. Hey, Siri, remind me to set a timer for six o'clock and she'll do it. And so I talk to her more because I'm not the type of person now in my discipline areas where I actually stop and I write things in my planner. I don't see that happening a lot. I was going to try it for the year of 2020 and we did pretty well up until, let's say, February. So we were doing okay. I'm still going to use it for certain things, but I think like a day to day routine needs to be set in stone in my phone because I'm always going to have it. It's always going to be at my first, you know, instinct to to go to my phone. It's my first instinct. It is my first resource. I'm always on my phone. So I have been best friends with Siri, even in the discipline areas that I do have. I'm still like, Siri, turn on my alarm clock for the morning, you know, And that way, I know it's done. I didn't have to take out the time to unlock my phone, go in, do it, type it, set it, like all of that. I'm cutting basically time out in any area that I can in my disciplined areas and making sure that I'm on a schedule because schedules run your life without one. I don't know how people do it. I tried it once. I almost went crazy. I almost went crazy, like not working anywhere, not having a set schedule, you know, wasting time in the morning, sleeping in. No, baby, that is not for me. So I am a disciplined individual and without it, my life will be all out of order. And I know I'm that person that needs order, needs structure. I at least need an obligation to be up early so I can start completing tasks, tasks that I am committed to. And that is how I keep myself even disciplined in those areas. Ooh, uh, so on the other side of that spectrum, I put what is one of my weaknesses? <laughs> Ooh, I actually got to think this one through, guys. I don't really know. I have my guilty pleasures, of course, but um, I would say a weakness of mine is I'm going to say I'm not able to say no. Sometimes I'm strict in that area and I'll be like, no, like, but you have to kind of push me to a no, you know, but if it's not somebody who's abusing my kind heart or abusing, like knowing that I'll go the extra mile and they literally are just asking for help or they're literally needing a favor or prayer or you know need me to step in and take them somewhere pick them up any little favors or just hey I need you to slide through and collaborate with me on this project or hey can you shoot my photos like little stuff like that where I know okay boom I have to stop everything that I'm doing and go help this person everyone around me knows I'll always do what I said I would do, whether it's come pick you up real quick because we got to be at a function or, you know, what I'm saying carpooling on the way to church. Like I have a, I accommodate people. And what it does is most of the time it will delegate my task to like the bottom of the list. Like I'll literally put off what I have to do sometimes just to literally make someone else happy. So Or even in times where I would do something I know I don't have the capacity for, 
because I don't know how to say no. <laughs> and I'm learning. I'm getting a whole lot better, but it's truly taking me a long time to really be like, that doesn't make me a bad person. And it's a no for me, dog. Like, it took me a long time to get to that place. And if I look at it as a weakness and identify it as that, it's the truth. That is a weakness because it's not something you're able to stand in two feet and be like, no. And also statewide, it doesn't make you someone who doesn't want to help. Like you're not becoming someone who just doesn't want to help or lend a helping hand. But it's like just prioritizing yourself. It's a part of self-care. It's a form of me too, you know. And if you never even speak up about it, people are going to think that you're okay. Like, oh, just see what she says. And she's okay if she says yes, then okay, we cool. But sometimes I would find myself saying yes, even though I really didn't want to say yes. I wanted to say no. And so I think that that is something that has to be learned because I had to learn to do that. Just because of who I am, just because of my heart, just because I want to literally help every single person. But it's only one of me, y'all. It's only one of me. And I had to realize that I cannot be everywhere at every moment and help everybody. Just taking a quick break to let you guys know that Overdressed Official is still open. We are still shipping. So if you have a moment, go and check out www.overdressedofficial.com. Like the podcast while you're here listening to us. Rate it, subscribe, and also drop in our DMs. Let us just know topics that you want me to speak on. And that's about it. Let's get back to the show. Let's switch gears again. Let's um, talk about the journey. Probably I'm going to mention from 18 on up. Basically, when I graduated high school and went to a four-year university, I went to UNCG, which is a university in North Carolina. Um, Basically, I went to school because (laughs) at the time, (laughs) at the time, I I wasn't really aware of colleges. I wasn't aware of my GPA in high school that I needed that an SAT score and that I needed certain accreditations to get into colleges. I just knew some people around me were doing it and some people weren't. Majority of the people around me, like friend wise, wasn't doing it. So it was like I had a choice. And I knew some people who were like older people who were like, okay, already in school or like my classmates that were in the classroom with me. Most of them are not my counterparts, but at the end of the day, they were going to college and I was just like them. So I started applying to school too, especially what we had like a week where you can do like free applications. I remember I went in and I did a lot of applications Got into college, long story short, went to college, y'all. It was the freshman, it was my freshman year when I discovered like, hey, I think that I don't want to be a nurse. (laughs) I think that I want to do what I see this black woman doing on Instagram. And Instagram was very new to me. I had just discovered it, honestly, and it was a black woman running a company on Instagram. And I knew at that moment, hey, that is what I want to do. 
And to my knowledge, y'all, that is the first time I think I proclaimed that I want to be anything or do anything out of my mouth other than a teacher. I remember saying when I was younger, I wanted to be a teacher. But now it was like, okay, I want to run a business. Like, put me in head operations. Let's get this building. Let's sign my name on it. So, long story short, I started doing, like, research. I had a friend who had some knowledge in the boutique field, and she honestly told me a lot of stuff that I needed to know. Long story short, as soon as I graduated college, I'm like, yeah, let's start this company. So I went to a phase, y'all, where I was working like two full-time jobs. And if people knew me or were close to me in 2016, they already know what I was doing. I was out of the way. I was working and sleeping. Okay, sleep, work, home. That was literally my routine for the whole year. I just fell back from a lot of things. And I was working to get the company started. And then I started it. So I was working to keep it afloat. Y'all, Overdress Official was born. That is my baby. Uh, In the beginning, we were calling it Overdress. And it had three S's at the end because I couldn't find the domain. We could find the domain that said Overdress, but it was a lot of money. So I was like, oh, we had to tweak it a little bit. And then when I got to L.A. and rebranded it, I called it Overdress Official. That is my baby, guys. That is the brand that literally, honestly, has all of us on this podcast today. That is the brand that is going to make me multi-millions of dollars. I truly believe that is the brand that we are all going to get to see grow in front of our eyes. Like, we are growing this brand together. If you in it with me, you already know. We be in the DMs. I connect with you guys on that level I appreciate every congratulations, every con- every just word of encouragement, even letting me know I inspire you guys. I appreciate it. That is truly what I think I'm here to do. And it'll be my prosperity that will bring other people into their prosperity. I already know it's been spoken. So thank y'all for following me. Thank you for following the brand. Overdressed official, that is. Again, it is www.overdressedofficial.com. Go check me out. Like, subscribe, share, retweet, repost, share on Facebook. Do what you need to do, guys, because we have to get this brand to where it needs to be. Thank y'all for rocking with your girl. So when I started the brand, I really noticed that I knew a lot. I had learned a lot, but I noticed the number one thing I wasn't afraid to do is I wasn't afraid to buy wisdom. I wasn't afraid to buy the knowledge from the person I trusted who was already running the business in the first place. As soon as that became a thing and she literally put her class up for sale, I purchased it. I purchased it. We sat in her very first class for maybe four hours, just live videoing it. Her telling us everything she knows, us taking notes, me applying what she taught. No, that didn't take me into this popcorn business where I was making, you know, six figures overnight. However, I still use the wisdom and knowledge that I learned that day. I can apply it now. And I've only built a resume. So ever since I bought the knowledge from her, I've only been buying knowledge from other entrepreneurs. Um, I have this. I have two favorite entrepreneurs. If you know me, you already know. So, uh, Irregular Jess, 
her name is irregular just on instagram but her name is jessica williams this woman is one of my favorite entrepreneurs i think she's taught me a lot in business i also think she's just taught me a lot in general about spirituality being a woman carrying yourself as a business owner accounting setting up your business to function without you just she does business i can appreciate anyone like that so she is my favorite entrepreneur one of my other favorite entrepreneurs her name is lala j lala j is younger than me but the girl she's a boss she's a boss she's doing doing her thing she's only 22 or 23 out of atlanta and i think that i can appreciate that the most being so young but being so focused and headstrong because lord knows when i was 22 no (laughs) no i i was not focused not on building a brand building a company making six figures no not at all so even though it took me longer or i wouldn't even say longer it's just my timeline we have different timelines i can look up to someone younger than me just like some older women look up to me but we're all on our own different timelines. Those are my favorite entrepreneurs, though. Jessica, she's really great at giving you the wealth and knowledge, just the wisdom about any fashion boutique. And Lala J, she's just a goat when it comes to marketing. Email marketing, social media marketing, ad marketing. I've seen her do it all. She taught me a form of drop shipping, which... All it takes is to study someone who's doing it. And I always tell people, it is not what you do. Like, it's not what your mentor does that you love and you continue to buy into what that person is doing. No, you you need to be the one who starts selling what your mentor is selling. So, like, even with Lala J, I know, like, watching closely, I'm only going to get to the point where I can do what she do. And that is exactly what happened when it came down to marketing, when it came down to drop shipping, when it came down to understanding my target audience, email marketing, everything. I watch and I learn and I implement it. We are not talking about just watching, wishing, waiting. Like it's literally an execution mode or don't go at all. I truly, truly, truly believe in that. And I think Gary V just, he tweeted something, but he posted it on Instagram and he said, stop thinking the strategy and do the strategy. And I was like, you know what? Boom. Podcast episode for sure. So my next episode is going to be about the difference in thinking a strategy and the difference in doing it. And that is all the difference. Doing something, executing something, Wow. I'm going to just lay out the definition of execution for us right now. So the definition of execution is the carrying out or putting into effect of a plan, order, or course of action. That is how the definition is on Google. So even with it saying that it is putting into effect of a plan, that is kind of what Gary V was talking about, how like we can think the strategy, but are we doing the strategy? There has to be a course of action. There has to be an execution. You have to have a result like there has to be an ending product. So 
I have noticed that it is fear, like I spoke about earlier, that will keep people from executing because of the what ifs if it doesn't work. What if it goes wrong? What if it fails? What if no one purchases it? What if no one buys into my book? What if no one listens to my podcast? What if no one shops my clothing boutique? What if no one will order my food that I cater? It's all up to you. Um, and I've been learning that as well as an entrepreneur, like wherever your thoughts are taking you, even in your successful, like the plan you've written out for success, then that is exactly where you will end up. So I went, I didn't really go through that phase because when it came down to investing in my business and products for my business, it was no question. Even if I made the investment to lose the money, I was still going to make the investment off of faith, which has happened to me. But I would not fear doing it again. I would still buy more product. I would still design again. I will still put it up for sale again. I'll go through the process of shooting models, cameras. I'll go through that process of getting content. I'll go through the process all over again. And every shoot I pull up to y'all, I'm always like, y'all can't believe I'm still doing this. And that's because I've been doing that since 2016. But consistency, hard work, execution. I cannot wait. This is exactly what um the next podcast is going to be about. I want to get into that topic specifically. Only that, not just things about myself, but literally the content of what the millennial entrepreneur is, what he or she should be doing to see the results, to drive sales. I'm trying to get us all to that point. That is where we belong. Our businesses will be nothing less than that. So that is going to be our new normal. This podcast is going to help break you in, break you out of fear, push you to your next level, help you really stop intimidating all the all the educational part and all of the legalization part of a business because people fear the unknown. And it's just something they haven't taken upon themselves to sit down and Google the knowledge. But they just hear what people say about it, which I heard at one point in time, too, until I sat down and figured it out, Googled it, called the secretary of state. I'll call the people at the business and tax certificate place. I'll ask questions directly from the source before I pay someone to set up an LLC for me. Let me call and check myself. So I think it's a matter of do we want it bad enough? What are we sacrificing right now? It's going to be a whole lot of topics that we're going to touch on. Um, We're going to have featured guests that are entrepreneurs. We are going to do Q&As. We're going to have girl chit chats. I want you guys to enjoy this podcast. So thanks again for rocking with your girl. If you haven't, go and follow me on Instagram. My Instagram is I-Q-U-A-R. S-H-O-N-A. Shoot me a DM, guys. Let me know if you like this podcast episode. Like I said, it's plenty more to come. So we will be able to connect again. Uh, Look forward to seeing you consistently every week. If you guys have any topics that you specifically want me to answer, things that you have questions about in business, drop them in my inbox. We can turn that into an episode. I'm really like willing to do it all. So it was fun. I'm so excited for this new venture. I hope you guys have a good night and I hope you wake up in the morning and market your business every single day. 
If you haven't already, you should go visit www.overdressofficial.com. Subscribe to our emailers list, guys, because we aren't in the business of just selling things to you, but we offer things such as brand analysis. Guys, I am building whole drop shipping stores and helping others launch their boutique as we speak. So if that interests any of you guys, check out our website, subscribe to our list. We'll send out emails, discount codes, free shipping on product, all of that jazz. I guess that's it. See you guys next week.